0: Welcome to VG Empire episode 109. This is your host, Brett Elston. Uh, VGEmpire.com, video game music podcast about game music from whenever, really 80s, 90s,
1: 2000s. And today,
0: today uh, again, it's Brett, uh, regular co host
1: over here. <laughs> Hi, Chris Antistam. Uh, I have no idea what the topic is. I can't wait to uh, find we out. We
0: are both kind of flying blind here because it's a great we, intro song, though. We have a yeah. We'll talk about the opening song. Uh, recurring
2: guest, uh, annual on an annual basis. It Who's seems about to get more recurring. Way more recurring <laughs> is uh, friend Pat. Yes, Patrick Kulakowski. How's it going?
0: It's going good. Sweet. It's been an interesting set, turn of events since the last time we spoke on these Seriously. microphones. Yeah, they're
2: they're they're so nice. They're like epic. Uh, they're not. Voice recorded in, an, in a hotel, so... Oh, yeah, no, so it's, it's yeah. Recorded,
1: yeah. Uh, recorded in a professional trash room uh, <laughs> made for garbage
2: people The Laser uh, Time Kitchen
1: Studios. Yeah,
0: the last time we talked, we did a Double Dragon episode yeah, uh, it, a, during E3, we did a Breath of Fire, we did Vandal Hearts, Vandal Hearts, but they were all in
2: hotel rooms. Yeah, and I have a great story about Vandal Hearts real quick. Uh, uh. After we did that episode, I tagged... The wife of the composer. This is a Hiroshi Yama uh, Tamawari.
0: In social media. In social media, so you know, it was,
2: <laughs> you tag the wife and not. No, she saw our podcast and she reached out to me, and because of that, I got to do an interview with, with him, him. Wow. Uh, wow. via email. He doesn't know a lick of English, so like uh, she provided translation. Wow. We got someone from Video Game Music Online to do translation, wow, yeah. and he's never been interviewed by an English speaker wow. about his video game music. So you're the first. I was very proud of that, and he offered such amazing, insightful wow. uh, responses to everything. Yeah. Shout so out to VGO. Out. I do. Uh, I am a BGMO. patron. Vgmo. <laughs> a... VGO is awesome too. Video yeah. Game Orchestra. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: get him. I yeah. Vgmo. Uh, I'm a patron of those fine folks. as Nice. Well. Uh, but yeah, with the track bringing us in. Uh, I don't know what
2: this is Yes, uh, both of you went into this sort of blind But uh, uh, this is I like it, it sounded like Europe (laughs) Yeah, I got like a Japanese western Mixed with a lot of Sparkster slash Rocket Knight Yeah, I could see that Uh, This is an uh, incredibly obscure trilogy of arcade shoot 'em ups That I've only heard of from like a year ago Mm -hmm. Uh, It's called, the Japanese title is Maho Daisaksen which translates to Magic, Magic Armaged- Armageddon Armageddon yeah which is a pretty epic name for a shoot 'em up um the that track was from the second game which is mm-hmm. my personal favorite Sh- ship Maho uh, Daisaksen. Kingdom Grand Prix. Uh, and <laughs> There's so many Grand Prix th- in everything. Japan. <laughs> and yeah. none of them involve cars. Right. And these are like primarily Japanese. Some European releases. Never really a, U- yeah, a, are, a US well, thing there's, at all.
0: I saw, because I looked it up. I, I googled the Japanese name. And okay. it came up like... So, uh, Sorcerer Striker. Sorcerer so Striker. W- we yeah. could
2: technically use that. But uh, instead, <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> but, no, but did it ever come here into the U.S. under that name or just never? not at all? Oh, wow. no.
2: Yeah. It was like primarily a European Japanese. thing. So How did yeah. you find this? Just so, through. Is well, it legally? Like... I hope. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I hope you gave Konami. the money. <laughs> yeah. Who's... It's, it's not even uh, Konami, but uh, I'll, I'll get to that in a bit. Okay. Uh, I learned about this. I heard a track from The Second Game on an amazing Facebook group that everybody should join. Oh, yeah, Uh, yeah, A hidden sound test of obscure game music. Because everybody posts, like, an obscure tune that they love that nobody's ever heard of. I'm always scared to post because it's like it'll be like people will recognize you or, yeah but then i see i see people Brent posting Austin. like
0: well no 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 it's more you it, know what that is this guy hosts his own show come yeah. on yeah but then i see people posting like donkey kong country and i'm like mm-hmm. oh, okay it's fine. yeah it's no fine.
2: it doesn't have to be fully up- sure yeah. Yeah. Do you know
1: how my kickle cubicle episode went over in the yeah. community <laughs> I, just just curious uh, you, should, you should
2: post I'll, I'll invite you to the facebook group okay. and you post that kickle okay. Cubicle. Ooh track <laughs> i'm
1: putting a song in a video right now that no one's gonna know it's the TMNT overworld theme and it's yeah. the most productive music of all time yeah it's Th- good. that was
2: that was my first video game tune as a kid yeah. i was talking about yeah. i played that at the panel that me and brett did uh yeah at last pax east but... i
0: thought about the, ho- the the lineup of that panel again and i was like god damn that was an epic yeah panel. it's um, on
2: youtube guys check yeah. it out pax what? east the, uh the universality of video game music yeah check that out for sure um anyway going back to sorcerer striker um I only recently checked these three games out, so I know more about the music than anything. But I was For so sure. taken wow. aback by this one track from the second game. I was like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard!" Mm-hmm. Uh, not, even, not even hyperbolic. Like this has become one of my favorite like mm. soundtrack game wow. soundtracks. It's just really good. The uh,
1: game sounds incredible. Yeah, uh, it's a so, medieval themed shooter. Yes, yes.
2: <laughs> now that most of them are have that medieval theme, so it's like a fantasy. Themed scrolling shoot 'em mm-hmm. up. Uh, it features enemies like dragons that look like they have they've been fused with bomber planes. Wow! Perfect. Uh, Perfect. Di- Gigantic tortoises that have stone fortresses mounted onto their shells. Just checking in in Japan is okay. And and cyborg centaurs shooting arrows while rolling off factory assembly lines. It
0: reminds me, the description, and the not so much the music, but uh, the tone of it reminds me of Lords of Thunder a little. Where it's like this fantasy metal thing. right? Lots of trumpets. Revelry. Yes.
2: So, uh, Sorcerer Striker was composed by uh, Atsuhiro Motoyama, who... Uh, and again, the the opening track was from the second one. We'll touch base on that in just a bit. But the first game was composed by uh, Motoyama. He later worked on Bloody Roar, Tekken mm. Advance, and Style Savvy for the Nintendo DS. Oh, because the <laughs> developer or publisher became Aiding, right? Yes. Yeah. Right, yeah. It, it started off as Rising, yeah. uh, which I guess is it's like a splinter group that formed from the remnants, uh, remnants of Toaplan. They made Zero Wing. So oh. I guess a bunch <laughs> I of, I, I guess a bunch uh, of like different companies formed after everybody. they broke up, and oh. they all, all right. made amazing shooters. They up, moved so. their zigs, and then they... <laughs> yeah, looks
1: like they did a bunch of work yeah. with it in the '90s with Hudson uh, Panic Bomber.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so yeah, it was developed by Rising, published by Able Corporation. This is uh, in 1993. Hmm. Uh, the it was released on arcades, FM towns, and Sharp. <laughs> X68. So. FM towns. so we yes. keep making fun of the towns, <laughs> yeah. but, no, they but it have, has good stuff. The, the, it seems like, if
0: anything, the music in it, like the, mm. the sound, uh, I don't know, chip or sound capabilities
1: of the towns right. it's, it's seem really good. We hear yeah. the name FM Towns or the FM Towns Marty and just imagine <laughs> it you know, absurd, the position yeah. of a poor American marketing like Can we change the name? I really? just hear, <laughs> it
2: sounds like a character in a Mr. Show skit. <laughs> right, right. Like FF Woody Cook. I'm FM Towns and I'm here to teach you tie your shoes. You know, one of the most amazing street fighter 2 remix soundtracks came from the fm towns yeah Yeah. it's uh it's good stuff crazy um uh another cool thing about uh sorcerer striker that's not every shoot em up has is like leveling up your character with like collectibles throughout the uh environment stuff like that but yeah i haven't spent a huge chunk of time playing it but i was just taken aback by how amazing the music is so uh we'll check out two tracks from sorcerer striker uh for now this is uh, Sorcerer Striker, which is round one, level one, and uh, a boss theme from round three, which is called Rock the Accept. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there's going to be some amazing. Uh, yeah, I did title pre- themes. Here. I did preview some of the, the yeah. song names, and they are pretty good. They they are, and I have a funny story about the song names from the second one, but I'm getting ahead of myself here. Uh, so this is Sorcerer Striker and Rock the Accept. <laughs>
0: Fast to drive to.
2: Yes. The very very upbeat music uh, you'll yeah, come to find. So if you're driving right now, you're going to have the time of your life.
1: May not make sense, but the music seems arcade perfect for me. Yeah. Something I never really heard coming out of my consoles, but stuff I would hear
2: uh, in the waning days of the arcade in right. the 90s.
1: Makes me very happy.
2: Yeah. Uh, I love the sick drum intro in Sorcerer mm-hmm. Striker. Yeah. Really cool build up. Nails kind of the idea of, like, a stage one theme has to be amazing. It has to yeah, prod yeah. the player forward. Especially in a shooter. Like, yeah. uh,
0: uh, uh, there's two qualifiers. It's like, it's a shooter and an arcade shooter. Right. Back in the times when, like, you had to, like, they you would go into it knowing, this thing is going to take my money. Like, <laughs> and, <laughs> Believe and, me, yeah. I was playing through to, it. Like, so it immediately has to be like, this song is so cool that when I go home, I'll just be, all I'm left with is a vague memory of, bullets and a ship and then probably the song getting stuck in my head and
2: so i can remember those eight quarters you dropped. yeah I, not four well. minutes. <laughs> yeah uh, i wouldn't say it's like a bullet hell sort of game but right, it's certainly but, like there's a lot of enemies on screen there's a lot of explosions yeah, before uh, well before bullet hell was a thing like there were still just like
0: i mean our type and gradius are not easy games right but, yeah
2: yeah and then the second track rock the except. In my notes, I had if a Western film had a rockin' soundtrack. It, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much the only way I can think it's, of it. It's mm. except like a Japanese vote, because that would make total sense. Rock the vote? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I think I think you've uh, figured this out. I did <laughs> it. Good job. Chris. Somebody reward me. <laughs> <laughs> More quarters for this game. Um, anyway, we're moving on to uh, it's Ship Maho Daisaksen, which. Translates to Hurricane Magic Armageddon. So it's getting more intense <laughs> None here. of these games have the same name. In, yeah, you know? uh, they they kind of keep the Maho Daisaksen mm. part and then tack on stuff mm. to it. And then the subtitle is Kingdom Grand Prix. And there's a reason why it's called Kingdom Grand Prix. Um, mm. This is... So this was still developed by Rising, uh, published by Aiding in 94 for the arcades. Mm. It was later ported uh, to Sega Saturn in 1996, only in Japan, of course. Right. I think Greg, our friend Greg, actually has a copy of those. Of course he does. That, of so. course. <laughs> I, would, I would expect
0: nothing <laughs> less. Yeah.
2: And now, this is the interesting about, thing about this game. It's a shoot up but they decided to throw a gimmick in there, and it's a racing hybrid, too. So you're shooting, huh. and you're racing against seven other AI opponents, and there's like twelve brand, uh, stages with branching paths. So after you finish a race, uh, you get to pick you know which, which one right. of two levels. So have you played this? Uh, yeah, I did. I did this check awesome. this out. the The racing part, like you can't attack the other racers directly with your like bullet mm-hmm. fire. You have to slow them down by like causing explosions in the uh, environment and like ramming them to the side oh. and like dropping your bomb weapons. So um, it's it's interesting, but like I feel like the racing part's just kind of tacked on. In a way, yeah. I mean, uh, it says in
1: the Saturn version they took, they gave a shooting only mode. Yeah, that's right. I mean,
2: yeah, you've done your homework. I'm doing my wiki <laughs> research while we talk. That's because I, again, I, like I didn't, I came yeah. to this blind. This sounds fascinating. Yeah, I um, guess at
0: least uh, if you you could import
2: this, and it's like what? Well, I guess Saturn not- I was, Saturn games are kind of like cheap uh, in japan in comparison to here oh
0: uh, yeah i just mean like you wouldn't necessarily need to have a
2: grasp of the language to play the game no not not at all no yeah Yeah, and it uses a lot of english anyway i would say to get a japanese
0: saturn but they're like twenty dollars when you're in japan (laughs) that's uh... insane
2: Jeez. so um i will get mine for free right after this show (laughs) in my room (laughs) yeah just saying you guys can be as
1: ethical as you want to be
2: um the big uh, the big thing about this game's soundtrack is that it was composed by a duo that many people know. Uh, hmm. So, it,
0: before you say oh, it, I, I'll, I'll be wrong, because... Yeah.
2: No, wait, so this, this is the
0: same game that brought us in the show, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, that, so the, I was thinking intro, it wasn't... It wasn't, it
2: wasn't Saddlehorn Ro- Saddle was the intro It wasn't song
0: Rocket like, Knight that I was thinking of. It was Captain America and the Avengers. Yes!
2: Yes! So... Yes. What, really? Yes. Uh, here's the thing, though. The original, co- the original composers of the Captain America soundtrack, yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. arcade one, uh-huh. were different from the Genesis one that you guys played sure. in the show. Mm-hmm. The Genesis one was done by uh, Hitoshi Sakimoto and Masu- Masaharu Iwata. Mm-hmm. Now, Sakimoto is probably one of my favorite composers, and he's done a lot, and I'm going to list it off real quick because it's impressive. Uh, Breath of Fire 5 Dragon Quarter. That's Fall Final Fantasy XII. <laughs> Boo! Valkyria Chronicles. Never heard of it. Odin Sphere. Ball <laughs> right, Tactics. Ogre go. Battle. Vagrant go. Story and Radiant Silver Gun. Wow. Oh. And then Iwata did uh, Tactics, Tactics Ogre, Odin Sphere, Ogre Battle, Shadow Hearts. And Suikoden uh, Tear Crease. Oh, Tear
0: Crease is yeah. great.
2: Yeah, so they're they're a pretty epic duo. And those booze were not actual booze. I, I was hamming it up. I don't want <laughs> yes. someone to think he was trolling me because yeah. of my breath of fire interest. That, but, yeah. yeah, simply that. Yeah, I made my
1: distaste silent. Yeah. <laughs> I hate now, all games.
2: now, uh, the reason why you know you you kind of heard that track and you thought of uh Captain America and the Avengers yeah, it immediately. Was the... It's the same audio software driver that sakimoto Son uses for a Mm. lot of those games in the mid 90s and he was actually well known for that because Mm. he made this audio software called Terpsichorean. uh as long as it's easy to google yes uh and it's a he initially started it with a game called revolter which was a pc88 game uh but then he later used it on arcade soundtracks and mega drive slash genesis soundtracks which is you know, he ported over the arcade Captain America to Genesis and that's why it sounds mm. so awesome. So yeah, uh we like to like crit- I know Chris especially wow. <laughs> likes to criticize Genesis's like FM synth sometimes <sighs> and like laud the S N E think Grim like, is or- the most negative of okay. it. Okay. Like, yeah.
1: I just think there's more bad Genesis music than there is good Genesis music. I mean that, <laughs> I <don't, laughs> that, that's probably correct. Most
2: of it coming out of like Sega's first party stuff. Right, true. Uh well, the great thing is that because of Terpsichorean Sakimoto made genesis like fm synth sound great for Mm. orchestral stuff Mm. whereas you would always think snes is oh yeah some the orchestral stuff is way better than the genesis well he he made it sound awesome on on the genesis so Mm. and uh you can hear that obviously in captain america you can hear it in in this music, which isn't Mega Drive, but whatever. Yeah. And uh, especially in Gauntlet 4, which I've hyped uh, up yeah. to you before. Yeah, no, I've, I known we'll the music. We'll have to do a mini at some point. I, I know the music well. There. Well, I think yeah. the
0: whole Gauntlet series has plenty. Yeah, that's when true. You, when you... A lot of short
2: uh, Yeah, Gauntlet tracks, 1 but...
0: alone. There's so much fun, quick songs yeah. in
2: there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he made orchestral-sounding music sound awesome on mm-hmm. Genesis and, of course, applied it to Arcade, and it was great. So uh, I'm going to – I have a lot of tracks picked out for this one because it's by far my, like, favorite – uh, of the series. Uh we're going to do Lead Departure, uh, which is l- the level one music, uh, which is super instantly catchy melody, great pump up track. Uh and I actually played it before our Pax East panel to hype oh, myself wow. up. So <laughs> uh and then uh we have uh this is a, a wada composition, Sock the Brain. Nice which <laughs> is uh it's like an intense... Peter Gabriel? <laughs> yeah, that's... That. Damn it. I couldn't get there faster. <laughs> no, it's like an intense, maniacal rave. It's like a r- almost like rave music. Hmm. And then uh, we'll come back out of uh, Flag Race, which is by far my favorite uh, that we're going to play on this show. And that's the one I heard in the Facebook group okay. that made me go, this is freaking incredible oh. and I need the soundtrack immediately. Nice. And yeah, it's, it's just really, really good. So uh, I would describe Flag Race as super upbeat, hyperactive, chill-inducing racing track, uh, and I fell in love with it immediately, and I broke many New Jersey speeding laws while listening to it in the car. So, uh, again, that's Lead Departure, Sock the Brain, and Flag Race.
0: Oh, okay, so <laughs> the last one uh, we were talking about in the break, but that is some Vinstacola. Yes, I, I am uh, glad you got that. Actually, uh, Transformers the movie
2: uh, race, yeah. uh, called Escape. Escape. I'll, I'll play it real quick for people. It has. The, it, it's slower.
0: I actually played this song in the background of a Talk Raider episode about <laughs> me pooping. Yes.
1: No. Yeah. That was every episode. <laughs>
0: and then fellas in that show, people.
2: Yeah. Uh, Listen to the new show yeah. And even the same crazy Outro bill right here Oh yeah <laughs> They both have like crazy outro <laughs> things. <laughs> it's pretty great. I'm just imagining like a little Mega
1: Man Neil Pert, like 800 drums.
2: <laughs> Whenever I, I've, I've tried drumming to flag race before, and when oh, I get to that fill part, I'm yeah. just like, I'm just hitting stuff. Like, I forgot you were a drummer. I
1: totally forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I so, I'm, I'm going to watch my mouth. I don't want to say anything stupid in front of you ever again. It, it
0: stresses <laughs> me out because like drumming is the one thing that I feel some affinity for, yeah. it's the thing yeah. I gravitate towards. It's the thing like I hear. Like in rock band and stuff. Oh, or, well, yeah. even before rock band, it was just like that's what I would find. If I liked the song, I could go through uh, the through line for a lot of songs that I would love. Like, oh, like the percussion in it is going to be some really great. Right. And so when Rock Band came out, like that was the thing I gravitated towards. And it's like, yeah, you know, I've been playing guitar here and that's fun. But like getting to the point where you can play Rock Band drums on expert is like there's a it's the closest semblance you can actually feel like, well, I am physically performing <laughs> yeah. the yeah, it's close, Yeah. It's and I got to that point close. where like I can do this. But then there's just some stuff like that where it's like I know
2: <laughs> just fills all over the place. Well, fills <laughs> fills are one thing, but then it's like just the foot pedal, like it's oh, yeah, it's yeah. not
0: it's not so much the arms and legs doing different things at different beats. It's I can't move my foot that fast. Yeah. So like even to it, like there's there there are practices it, that
2: drummers do oh, yeah? to like destroy their tendons in oh, the wow. foot cuz like, <laughs> Cause, like that, two yeah. in
0: a row to like
2: yeah. like that's tough. And no, then then when, I imagine double bass when drumming, there's yeah.
0: I almost wonder if that would be easier because then it's just like back and uh, forth. It's and then, still tough. It's I'm, still I'm really sure tough. it's yeah. still possibly difficult. But, <laughs> yeah. but then there's some song in three, Rock Band 2 or 3. I swear it was a Kiss song of all things. <laughs> and there was a triple with the foot pedal. Okay. And, I'm li-
1: and I see it come up. I'm like, go to hell. That <laughs> is like, easier to do with a double bass okay. pedal for sure. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. I would
2: say. Did you bring a <laughs> drum,
1: drum set out here?
2: Uh not yet. I, I need to ain't... figure that out, man. It's uh, tough. I bet it never comes. <laughs> out. <here>. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I <laughs> banned a 5.1 surround to two drummer
1: <laughs> two drummer friends who have had to, they wanted to compromise an electric drum kit. Uh, yeah I was and thinking of that even actually. then got complaints from neighbors wow. including my rock band drums got <laughs> if I, I
2: get some place that has a basement then it's totally happening because yeah. I need to record my video game music drumming. I was going to say you're going to keep <laughs> that up yes. yeah. you can rent a
0: space I don't know. yeah that's true
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of which I was at the guitar center here in San Francisco and I, I went up to the second floor they had a digital drum kit I was messing around with it and I'm like I'm gonna to drum to the Final Fantasy VII boss theme, and no one's gonna know what I'm drumming to at yeah. all. Uh,
1: and meanwhile, uh, fuck it like uh, employee came out and pointed a sign saying specifically not to do any Final Fantasy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <yeah,
2: yeah>, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I have my own inside joke: no one-winged angel, kind of like no stairway, yeah. no yeah. one winged angel. Uh, but yeah, anyway, yeah, all, all that all of that is really good, and we're gonna keep going with sure. the uh, with the Kingdom Grand Prix stuff um speaking of vince DiCole, though i have a great story about this because i'm, I'm glad you actually like recognize that immediately oh yeah. that that's such an intense and fun like melody but uh i got to interview hitoshi sakimoto the main composer of this game uh at e3 this past year um and the interview is available on VGM. vgmo so you can check that out but uh uh he got to talk about his influences for this game he uh and just in general he's Big into Yellow Magic Orchestra, which is like mm-hmm. a given for most Japanese uh, game composers, mm-hmm. and uh, craft work. So I can see that. Mm-hmm. And then he's really into like prog rock, like Emerson, like and Palmer and early Genesis before Phil Collins. Right. I don't know if that means he's not into the Phil Collins sure. uh, aspect of it. But um, I actually asked him uh, some stuff about... Kingdom Grand Prix, and that's such an obscure thing to ask someone who's done like Final Fantasy twelve <laughs> yeah. and stuff. But you like, appreciate it, and he was like, "Oh, do you know why I gave these names to the tracks? Like, so you have like a lead departure and flag race." He was like, "I was lazy, and I decided to use horseback riding words because I was learning how to horseback wow. ride at the time." So saddle horn, <laughs> saddle horn, stirrups, the song. Yeah, yeah. So it it, it completely makes sense now, and I, I got a kick out of that. So another crazy thing is I got to have like dinner with him later that day with a bunch of other game music composers. And I'm not trying to toot a ho- my, my own horn or anything hear like that. I hear tooting. I was with like Jake Kaufman, Dale what? North, uh, Sakimoto-san, uh, Matt Ullman, who did Diablo. Uh, and then uh, Vince DiCola showed up. Wow. And I thought that was really cool. And then I saw, I noticed Sakimoto-san and Vince across from each other talking a lot. And like, uh, I learned that Sakimoto-san was really influenced by Vince's music. So when I finally realized the similarity, like, months later between Flag Race and Escape, my mind was just blown. I wow. was like, holy crap, like, it, it all makes sense now. It's probably, like, semi-on,
0: not on purpose, but, like, right. uh, clear, like, inspiration. Right, right. Wow. And
2: I feel like I might have bothered Sakimoto-san too much about talking about this game, but, like, uh, Jake Kaufman was telling me later after, uh, he was like, you probably made his day by referring to that because like composers really appreciate it when you bring up the obscure stuff. Yeah, yeah. You're not asking questions about the same, like two games they've composed right. for. So yeah, 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 it's, it's no, it's, it's pretty cool. So I think
0: I mentioned on the show before, but I yeah. interviewed Akira Yamaoka years right. ago. And, and he asked us about smart ball. <laughs> and, and he was like, What? And I'm, But I'm sure the same thing, well, hopefully he was delighted to right. have this obscure question and not just like, God, who cares?
2: I, I, I guess because he expected Silent Hill questions. Well, so, it was yeah. even under the
0: guise of us. I think it was, I forget which Silent Hill it was, Homecoming? Did he do the that? That was the
2: fifth one. Yeah, I think he still was part of um, right. doing that. Sure.
0: Let's say it was that one. Right.
2: So, anyway, we'll uh, we'll jump into some more tunes here. Um, oh, and I really wanted to, really quick, because I love the victory anthem of this game, uh... Harkens back to that lead departure track. Some great samples too. have these samples. <laughs> wait, wait for this sample. There's a great sample. Cowbell? There's some like cool cowbell action going. It's coming up after this melody. Wait for it. Here we go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah. But
0: I can <laughs> totally hear like waiting to play the game I wanted to play and that music blaring at me at the, as the machine next to like I'm waiting in line to play Super Street Fighter 2 right and there's like what is this awful racket coming from <laughs> this stupid shoot 'em up yeah uh, but I wouldn't think it was racket but I'm trying to project yes. imagine what someone else might be thinking I love the idea of a game like that spewing music like that into a into a empty laundromat as like someone who's just like Japanese laundromat yeah just bought the one arcade game like well yeah we'll put one game in here and it's just like super docile people folding laundry (laughs) and you cannot escape this music coming out of the arcade machine
2: wonderful imagery (laughs) Um, so we have a few more tracks here this is a a mix of Sakimoto and Owada's stuff but uh, we have uh, Novice Raining uh, Sonic Keenness We'll we'll do a Bamboo Forest as well and then we'll come back and we'll play some more. Uh Sonic Kenis is thrash metally a water track with blast beats, almost like F Zero X. Bamboo Forest God. is the chillest tune of the soundtrack, Earthy Synths, kinda of like Blanca's theme actually. compared okay. i compare it to. We'll do novice raining, Sonic Kenis, and Bamboo Forest for now, so enjoy. <laughs>
0: I really love the, uh, the the last one, the subtle maracas or yes. whatever whatever those were. Like that, because yeah. the middle song was, I like it because you you, you were right that it's a very F zero X, especially that bass, the bass and, and, the, and the blast it, beats. It, yeah. But it is like, and I like it, but it is an assault on the ears. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, again, I like it, but that's just by its nature. That's a sound that's an aggressive sound, right? Whereas then the, to pair it with the song right after it is very like, like earthy, a little bit more natural feeling rounded yeah. edges right guess, uh, that's and, yeah. p-
2: pretty much the only time on this episode that you will get to chill <laughs> out with the music well, that's good though that's good to have
0: a you got to have the the come down yeah like it's all it's all good workout music
2: yeah check it out um nobody here knows how to work out <laughs> Me especially, geez,
0: that's my biggest fear is that I know so little about how to work out that I'll kill myself.
2: Yeah, probably. I can't imagine any other way. <laughs> do uh, play Sonic Keenest the next time you work out. We'll go out. bike ride in the park together
1: and stay away from those awful places with the hurdy
2: weights. I have uh, oh, yeah. have two more tracks to play just because I'm so in love with this. Is this um, are we still on two? We're still on two. Well, I, had a, I had a description I wanted to read from two. Uh, a yeah, description of the game because it. It, it just I, it made me
1: giggle uh, with delight for decades. The kingdom has been ravaged by war. Too many innocents have suffered, and legions of good men have lost their lives in battle. The king had an idea to stop the war. he would hold a big race that would encompass every part of the kingdom. Everyone would take part
2: I, 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 I like <laughs> and and
1: low you know how much you know how much emphasis games put on storytelling and like like yeah. What about a king who wants everybody to race in order to end war? Why the hell not? Yeah, because if, if they
0: got to spend all their money making a cool car, exactly.
1: they can't make guns. Yeah, how does that look in the prequel comic?
2: There's actually a, <laughs> there's actually the intro is pretty incredible yeah. with the uh, with the speech. So if you want to do a dramatic, I, I hope this works. Can you see? Can you read? I can me? see it. Okay, a, a time when the... magic
1: and machines
2: ruled the country.
1: <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Disputes continued without a sign of ceasefire. Z-Spire. Uh, S-E-I-Z. Evil even after... Uh, wow, that's really fast. Yeah. way too fast. <laughs> oh my god. The arrow Face! The Emperor! Major cross-country arrow race to revive the country to commemorate the first anniversary. All right. It, that
2: was way too fast.
0: Head for the goal. The winner gets a lump sum prize and any... Uh.
2: Man, Drive I, to deathmatch racing! <laughs> wow, the sprites wait, 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 wait. The Dude, great. they're beautiful. Yeah. Chicken is no need. <laughs> That's great, Grand Prix! Wow, Uh, damn, that's quite a way to uh, start a game. That's
0: not ESL. That's like E twelve. That's what I took in (laughs)
2: school
1: to catch up to everybody. (laughs) Yeah, jeez.
2: Okay, so we have uh, we have two more tracks I want to play just because I'm so infatuated (laughs) with it. But (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, we have sliding stop, which I mentioned before. Uh, Cool backing synths. The darkest bass that ever darked is what I <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <Jesus>. the attract- <laughs> Sorry, if the, hope the rain is if the rain up. is on the fourth mic, I it's say. really important. Uh, we're, we're recording this right
1: in the midst of El Nino. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. which is Spanish for the Nino. I
2: like how I, like uh, it actually rained when I landed here for the first time. Uh, turned my, my mic. I brought it here. with me. All right, a- I
1: think that's picking up. Yeah, yeah, I hear yeah. it. Just don't talk into it instead. Though.
2: If it's going to be a part of the show, uh, let's <laughs> let's just invite the rain in. And our fourth guest, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the major, <Nature. Rainer. laughs> major. Um, so we have sliding stop, and then trial, which is very ghastly, and it for some reason I'm a little ghastly too. The mm-hmm. melody of it kind of reminds me of like the Mario World boss music. Ooh, and okay. I might be completely wrong, and you might not get it, but check it out.
1: White hero, Triceratops falling into lava. <laughs> uh, to That song.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's each their own, Pat. Because in the, I think in the yes. break you
1: mentioned it sounded like Mario World. Yeah, it like it reminded the, you of a Mario
2: the, Mar- World. the Mario World boss music, just like that ghastliness of the <laughs> synths. Yeah, like like the. I wouldn't. I don't think it's arpeggios per se, but it's. Yeah. Yes, kinda. it is. <laughs> oh, I suck. I suck. <laughs> now both of those tried, were great. Like I, I really
0: love the. Uh, I forgot the last one we listened to. Uh, just like like yeah the bouncing it seemed like from back and forth on the keyboard just like yeah
2: we're all the way over here right now we're
0: going to hit all the keys on this side
2: yeah it's very uh, uh
0: is there a musical term for uh being all over the keyboard
2: so yeah that was uh that was ship uh, maho di kingdom grand prix and then the third game in the series which came out in like 2000 whoa uh, 6 years later yeah it's crazy and uh this one was called Great Magic Armageddon in Japan, mm. um, but in Europe it was, for whatever reason, retitled, retitled to Daimahu.
1: Who? Yeah, I
2: looked it up. Yeah. Mm. Um, and hmm. apparently this one was published by Capcom for the arcade, and it used the CPS2 arcade chip. Mm. So um, that kind of landed to wow. like an increased sound quality. CPS2 and uh, Q sound, like it, it has the Q sound logo right. and everything. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. And the composer uh, from the first game, Atsuhiro Motoyama, came back to score this one, along with Kenichi Koyano. And the SFX guy was Manabu Namiki. Now that name you should look up because he's done a lot of amazing remixes of like Castlevania and like Gradius mm. music, like the Rebirth games on the yeah, WiiWare. Yeah. That oh. was all done by oh, him. Wow. So uh, he only did SFX and I want jingles. A big for this, but retrospective on the.
1: Re- what is it? Rebirth, Rebirth. Series. Those are those are good they were games fun. actually. Yeah, they yeah. were all
0: good. And then but because they were locked to WiiWare. Yeah. You know. Well, they were on Wii at a point when we all kind of gave up. Yeah. You know, and right. then It was like,
1: oh, these. Were yeah, good. I was just thinking about that the other day. Like, ah, oh, Jackal. Somebody made another Jackal game, and I wow. didn't
2: care. I didn't know about yeah. that. Yeah. What? One of
1: the Rebirth games. Um, really? Yeah. Totally. Jackal? There was That's some awesome. new Jackal something. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And I I not those games
1: really. are, have literally disappeared.
2: I hope somebody is taking them off and preserving them. Right. I
0: copied all my Wii. They're still
2: available. Well, I bought. Are they? I actually bought Castlevania: The Adventure Rebirth this past Halloween, and I live streamed okay. it for Halloween. Where? Because you go uh, through the Wii, the Wii U, Wii U then to then the go launch Wii the Wii Shop Channel. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: The Wii mode,
2: right? Yeah. I, uh, yeah. You go that, into that the Wii mode, just and you can off still your hard buy Drive. I thought. I thought all those games were gone. Like no, they're hosting. Of, has a lot disappeared. of them are still there. Yeah. Huh. Well. Wow. So like the virtual console games you can't get on the Wii U, you can that are available on yeah. the Wii Shop Channel, you can just get them there. A roundabout for now. way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I digress. But they don't have mevers. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I actually like mevers. I like. Uh, I do too. Camaraderie. Is that the right way to pronounce it? Camaraderie. <laughs> it's the beard. Fuck goodbye. Anyway, um, so this continues the whole futuristic fantasy combo. Uh, it ditches the racing aspect. You know, it, w- it wasn't. Back to it, basics. It sounds great. They try. And I think I feel like game company should give that another shot. Like, a mm-hmm. shoot 'em up mix with racing. That could be really awesome if you had, like, uh, other player racers as mm-hmm. opposed to AI racers. Sure. I think that could be fun. But uh, but yeah, no racing in this one. Um, it has a dual polarity idea, kind of like Ikaruga. Mm-hmm. Like, a year before Ikaruga came out. Yeah. And Ghostbusters.
1: Um, no, I'm, which, <laughs> I'm mixing up my geek references. Ignore me. Okay. <laughs> um, and
2: I guess... <laughs> Um, instead of like the whole black and white thing uh. of Ikaruga, it's like fire and ice. So mm-hmm. you're firing an element that's opposite to an enemy to cause more damage, but uh, um, apparently absorbing an attack that's the same element as your ship levels you down. Huh? So lame. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a little weird, but uh, well,
0: I guess if uh, well, if it's not a bullet hell, right? Because like Ikaruga, it's like you can't be le- be leveling down. It's more uh, yeah. about being safe. It's not
2: it's not on Ikaruga levels of right. Ball, so I
0: could see that thing because if you're flipped, it's like well you didn't die right, but you still get some penalty. Just the penalty's less. Yeah, and so. it, it's it's
2: not like prominent in the game. There's only like certain bosses that might uh, be like a fire and ice thing where right. you have to take advantage of that. But um, I would say this one's like um it's like uh almost like a remake of the first one in mm. a way. It Has the same. Kind of uh, stuff in it, but uh, anyway, the music is really, really good, and the CPS two chip really like lends itself well to it. Yeah, this should sound it pretty actually dif- pretty different, I would think, it, right? Uh, of the biggest game, it sounds like, and after hearing the entire soundtrack, was like, this is like like alternate Mega Man Eight music. Mm. <laughs> it's really like cool synth patches, right. like really ha- like nails that sound down. It's most likely because of that CPS two thing. Yeah, because
0: so. the even thinking like the Brave Wave set for Street Fighter 2, CPS 1 and CPS 2. You and I worked on we both
1: worked on in <laughs> Plug.
0: various capacities. But yeah, uh, store, Bandcamp store now. Uh, pick Do it. Up, pick Definitive up, soundtrack. Pick up your CDs and your digital. With the vinyl coming in March. <laughs> uh, but the difference between CPS 1 and 2, it's like CPS 1 is much more like what we've heard already, which is closer to that arcade sound. A little bit harder edged and... I don't know. I feel like it has more oomph to it, where CPS two gets closer to like this MIDI. Uh, I don't know, very different sound. Right. I don't know. I'm not articulating the, this very. I well. I think the but. big
2: thing. Well, I mean, uh, in your previous episode with uh, Tommy Talarico, he kind of went. He talked. Got to talk about like Q sound and stuff like that. Oh, but yeah. It's like a kind of like a surround sound element. Yeah. Well, Q sound. Yeah. 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 Which is pretty cool. It reminds
0: me a lot of like Super Street Fighter two in particular. Reminds me of like you took the CPS one soundtrack and put it into Wind Groove. <laughs> Does anyone even use Wind um,
2: That's the know first that? time
0: I've
1: ever heard of this. Okay, so go, go ahead. Basically, This is was published Bimani game. <laughs> WinGroove Group hear was hear about it again.
0: Like a 90, uh, late '90s program that you could take MIDI files you already had because before mm-hmm. there were MP3s, you would download video game music MIDI's because it's like, well, that's the closest thing I got. And download, God help us, MIDI's of the songs we wanted. Because I can't... There is no MP3 of Dracula. God help us. Uh, so I got to download the MIDI of Dragula and listen to that and be like, yeah, Dracula. But, like, Dracula's a bad Nobody example. he made you do this. <laughs> Dragula's a bad example. More like 80s We songs. had to dig through the ditches.
2: <laughs> I had a Magic Carpet Ride as a MIDI so, <laughs> so, yeah,
0: stuff like that, where it's, like, pre-MP3 songs. Like, any song before 97, it was, like, there's a, there's a MIDI... Like VG MIDI, I think it was the the site or video game MIDI, whatever, videogamemusic.com dot com or something. uh,
2: VG, it's still up and it looks the same. It looks exactly the same, the same like fifteen years ago. Yeah,
0: the counter that's at the bottom or whatever that says like this site's had this many visitors since (laughs) that's the day the day I got my driver's license because it's like December (laughs) ninety six. Well, it's December ninety I'm oh. like, that's the exact day that I got. Anyway, Groove <laughs> was a program. You could take the midis you already had, and you would load them in, and it would just – I think what it was doing behind the scenes is it would just take – here's all the keys and the sound effects, and we have new translations for what those are. Uh. So, like, you would take a Bina Commando midi, right? And the sound from the midi that was supposed to be a trumpet, kind of a trumpety thing in the midi, it just replaces with, like, a Super NES sounding – Ah. so you could take midis and throw them into this program this something
2: we could still find on the on the website.
0: Uh, who knows I'm sure <laughs> it's still out there in some capacity but that's what it's like Super Street Fighter 2 always reminded sent, to me I was like it sounds like they took the old one and put it in a wind groove Right to crickets everywhere.
2: <laughs> uh, much uh, like right now. The, I, I think the reason why I thought of uh, Magic Carpet Ride MIDI was because I re- re- distinctly remember my brother using it in RPG Maker 95 as wow. a world map theme. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know
0: what you shall find. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta save that for when you get the airship. <laughs>
2: That's not a regular overall yeah, game. Come on. May- uh, maybe he did put it as a vehicle. On, uh, I don't know. <laughs> memory's ha- hazy on that one. but uh, I've edited all this out. It's <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> so yeah, um, uh, Daima Who has really, really good stuff. Uh, we're going to check out a few tracks from that, and we'll be back. It's uh, fir- first stage, uh, oh. Scramble. I love the timing of the snare rolls on this one. Uh, oh, man, really it does too. feel like an intro stage tune that would like mm-hmm. belong in like, Mega Man 8 or Mega mm-hmm. Man and Bass. Um, and then uh, stage two, which is called Iron Knuckle. This one's really cool. Awesome piano samples. And uh, the yeah. Bold Trap, the second boss theme. Great synth backings, almost mm-hmm. arpeggio-like. So Scramble, Iron Knuckle, and Bold Trap.
0: Well, you mentioned uh, Mega Man Eight, but then when I heard him, I was like, "Man, this sounds like Power Battles."
2: Yeah, I, and then I we got admitted a big fight. You were right. It was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, well, <I> really <laughs> don't want to bring it up.
0: But. Yeah, definitely more
2: Power Battles. Yeah.
1: No,
0: well, no, it's yeah. not a how dare you. It was just <laughs> like when I heard it, I was like, because I had listened to uh, an episode of uh, Pixelated Audio recently. Oh, cool. They were they had, well, I don't know that it was a recent episode, but I listened to that episode recently about Power Battles. So that was kind of fresh in my mind, and then once those. Sort of telltale sounds come in, you're like, ah yes. So <laughs>
1: Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. But yeah, very yes. very
0: it's like it's interesting with when it's like the same like uh, approach to the music, yeah, completely different instrumentation. Yeah. Where it's like we're still gonna be this uh, barrage of sound but with a completely different, you know, coat of paint. It, I
2: suppose, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's like very different from the, the other two, but Yeah. I guess when you have improved hardware, you just go with it and you do oh, cool yeah. things with uh, it. Oh yeah, you so. got to do something new, man. Yeah, for sure. Especially
0: yeah. those two thousand arcades, uh, which we never got. But
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. But I mean, at least the Saturn version of the second one should be readily readily available on mm. uh, on like eBay or something <laughs> like that, and it shouldn't be like too ridiculously mm. expensive or anything, because it's a Japanese Saturn game. They're not like Yeah, they're not American much. Saturn making games more then. every day. <laughs> <laughs> I recently sold a sealed Saturn
0: game on eBay and uh, nobody cared. Really? I mean, it's still sold, but it was it was less than the a sealed like comparable PS1 game? Well, which game was it? And I was like doesn't matter. Uh, and I was like uh Really? I would have thought the Saturn one would have gone for more because it's like there are going to be fewer of them and surely mm. the people who are buying Saturn games would be like, oh, well, there's only so many left of these. Whereas PS1, it's like, well, they're dying too. PS1 and kicked the hell out of the
1: Saturn. So it's yeah. like, it doesn't matter.
2: Saturn had good stuff, though. Oh, it Never did. Uh, that's, not a, that's not a criticism
1: yeah. of Saturn. That's just reality. Yeah. Everything I haven't played in the Saturn, I lust for things I haven't played in the Saturn. That is not the case with the PS1. Mm. Yeah. I played a ton of PS1 stuff.
2: Most of it I won't revisit. Yeah. No, I feel like I'm a uh, like I'm. I'm sad to say that I've never like finished Panzer Dragoon Saga <laughs> or never beat Panzer Dragoon I, One or Two. Imagine
1: or, uh, my uh, I, sold I, I sold it in college. Yeah. Really? Uh, yes. Saga? Yes. Yeah, saga. How Mint dare condition you? for seventy dollars. Uh, yeah, a lot of money at the time. Needed it so I could finish community college. <laughs> oh my goodness! I to punch little me in the stomach, <laughs> little me. I was in my
2: twenties. <laughs> I'm still in my twenties. I hope I don't make the same mistake. I
1: resent you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, Maho mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. So that's, I guess, the show, right? You've got yeah. uh, um, took us on a journey
0: from the early '90s. Well, the first one was what '94, uh, or? Uh, '93, '93, and again. then '94 for the Man, second one, and then 2000. Six, yeah. Six years. Why World not? demanded it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Couldn't ignore it anymore. <laughs> these just seem like easy. If uh, who do you think has the rights to these at this
2: point? Pugh. That I'm. Uh, I have no idea. Does I don't get, know what became of Rising have, or a- They have Aiding. a website. That's so I think Aiding does mobile games now. Yeah, I'm sure pr- they yeah. do browser yeah. and mobile games. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Is they, they should, they this this seems like an easy, like, yeah, just throw <laughs> it over they, there. And, they've worked
1: with Capcom up until 2013, yeah. the Tatsunoko ah. versus Capcom ah, okay. arcade yeah.
2: units. I should know that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: it's re- newly relevant for you. Yes. Um Oh, uh, I was going to mention that there was a legit soundtrack release yes. of this. Uh. so it was released in 2013, so it's recent. Jesus. And um, I, I've checked online; I think you're most likely going to have to buy it used. But I sure. haven't seen it go for over like 30, 40 bucks. And it's two discs, so it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So you've got uh, it's totally you know, worth the entire bucks. trilogy. It's it's so worth it. It's it'll pump you up play flag race next yeah. time you're like driving in your car.
0: Uh, no, I mean, when I was in Japan the last time, it was like all the bookets. Uh, book it? Book off? Book it? Pizza Hut? Uh, uh, yeah, what's what the which one's Pizza Hut? Book it. Book it. So mm-hmm. book off is
1: the... <laughs> Excuse me? It's a, it's a, it's a chain. <laughs> Watch yourself. I'm going to book a, off right after this podcast. It's a
0: chain. Uh, and they have used used games and used sound, used music. Mm-hmm. And that's where I found stuff like the Shin Megami Tensei and Final Fantasy 5 and uh, just random and, and because everyone in Japan takes care of their stuff it's like wow. oh this is in great condition is an act uh, here's Seiken Densetsu 3 soundtrack CD here's the real one that exists and it was like $30 and it's like uh, I will I'll give you $30
2: again Shin Megami you don't say <laughs> oh, no
0: that's too much to, that's too many syllables for that to be funny. I was waiting on that one yeah. <laughs> I absolutely had
2: to throw it in there. Uh,
0: this is my comeuppance for a Cape Crisis joke so. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's the show this time around. We still have a song to take us out, but before, we'll do some quick plugs. Uh, oh, for, my again, plugs are never quick. <laughs> that's true. VGEmpire.com, which is where uh, you can find more information about this show. You can find us on Twitter, on iTunes. Um, but check out some recent episodes, include our album of the year, which was Undertale for 2015. Uh, also, just on the site itself, VGEmpire, uh, we posted... Uh, an interview with David Wise, who got... Awesome interview, by Yeah, who it. we get, man, I hope. Uh, it took a year of, like, <laughs> yeah. like year to the day. Please it was, respond. It was almost the year to the day, because that dude is busy. I am oh, I, yeah. I am certain sure. he had better things to do than answer my dumb questions.
2: He's got to compose the next Sticker Brush Symphony, man. Yeah, like. <laughs>
0: so he takes... He, to all the time you want, man. Uh, so we, he got the 2014 album of the year for Tropical Freeze, which yeah. is just... I'm uh, making the chef-kissing gesture. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you can check out more of the episodes there. Um, yeah. And then we also, uh, this week, we will have be posting our second episode of our new show on Laser Time, which is 302010, which is a uh, pop culture... Pop cult- culture time machine! That you can't escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of your age, uh, every week it'll go talk about what happened that week in pop culture 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago, mm-hmm. which means 1986, 1996, and 2006. Oh. So, no matter what age you are, you have to have some...
1: Dumb nostalgia for it. Even if you don't, even if you weren't born yet, you're going to want to hear about that Tommy Lee Jones movie because it's hysterical. Oh, um, yeah. That that's one of the newest shows on Laser Time. Brought to you by patreoncom time, our crowdfunding campaign. That thank you so much for supporting us, helping us launch VGM. Mini also help, helping us launch um, um, Talking Simpsons, the brand new Simpsons show, chronologically going. Uh, uh, through every episode of The Simpsons ever if, again your assignment is to listen to one of our other podcasts VG Empire yeah, yeah. listeners uh, LasertimePodcast.com we have the Lasertime Show the general pop culture show Video Game Apocalypse the weekly video game show Cape Crisis the weekly uh, comic book show and of course Cheap Popcast the Woo. semi-irregular
0: uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> wrestling show
1: there's so much there's nice. so very
2: much uh,
0: all that's on LasertimePodcast.com sweet
2: Now you can follow me at Patrick Cool or Patrick K-U-L on Twitter uh, I haven't done a video game music drum cover in a while, but you can still check me out at VG Drum on YouTube. Hmm. Um, and you can also look forward twenty sixteen uh chronicles of time chrono trigger fan arrangement album yeah. that i took part in Ooh. laid some drums down for Ooh. a couple songs yeah uh where look will that, to
0: that where will that uh, be debuting
2: uh just uh look up uh chronicles of time okay um and uh it'll it'll show up on there oh. um and then uh you can also check out my previous vg empire episodes uh, I did one for Breath of Fire, of course, because I'm such a huge fanboy of that. Vandal Hearts and Double Dragon, we did with Tim. That, yeah, was, that, was that, got the, that still has the most comments ever for a VGM I, I think so. I think yeah. it ended up being the most, yeah. I,
0: and I was surprised. Like, yeah. the, the, the conversation, it, it Really good out. music. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. taking us out, what do we got?
2: Uh, maybe I should le- leave this up to you. Do you want something nice, slow, and jazzy, or hmm. do you want a rock cover of one of the songs we already Hmm. Played. I,
0: I kind of like go the jazzy one. All
2: right, we'll go with the, the soft jazzy uh, outro. So this one is from the third game. Uh, it's called Soft Machine, and ah, it's I the like ending this. theme by nice. uh, Kenichi Koyano. So nice. uh, we'll uh, chill out with that one. All right. After this amazing whirlwind, this yeah. this magic hurricane Armageddon <laughs> that we've uh, thrown you into, so, so we'll,
0: uh, we'll fade out with this guy, yes. and uh, we'll see you soon. Yeah. Peace.